Hi there. So today we are going to do a little triage and we are going to go through all the reasons why your book or series might not be selling well. I did decide to put these in the order in which I think they're most important. So I'm sure some experts will take slight difference, like is the cover more important or the blurb or so on. But basically I want to give you the rundown of the top reasons why your book isn't selling and how to ask yourself the right kind of questions to know, okay, well, is it your cover or is it the genre or things like that? And ways to fix it based on the reason that we come to, right? So the very first thing that we always need to keep in mind is the genre and the market and the reader expectations. Those are kind of overarching and these things need to be in place before you can really even think of having the right type of book that's going to get you the sales that you want. So some of the questions, if you've got a book that is not selling well, questions that you can ask to see if you have an issue with your genre or the market or reader expectations are, is there a clear cut category that your book belongs in? Another way to phrase that would be, are you trying to span too many? genres? Do you have an Amish cyberpunk romance set on Mars? That might be a little bit too left field to really market, but who knows, right? Like there was an entire year where there was like steamy dinosaur romance was topping some of the charts. And that, I mean, it was tongue in cheek, but don't tell yourself right away there's not a genre or a market for it. But that's the first and probably the most important question to at least start with. Have other authors writing in the same genre found success? If the answer is no, that doesn't mean you need to give up and start writing romance or YA. It just means that you might be in a market that's going to be harder to find the right readers for. Another thing that is super key is, is your book in the right category and is it being marketed the right way to fit your reader expectations? So the most obvious example of this, it would be a huge no-no, is if you have a book in a romance category and your book has a couple on the cover looking lovey-dovey at each other, but what you have written is not a romance. It's a woman's fiction novel where the couple breaks up and the woman goes off to live her best life and leaves him, you know, at the airport or whatever it is. That is a huge no-no when it comes to reader expectations for that genre. It might be a great women's fiction novel, but if readers think it's a romance and they don't get what they expect, they're going to be really, really upset. Same thing, for example, if you write a historical novel, you're going to have nitpickers who want it to be very historically accurate. So if you're calling it a historical novel, but really it's just a book set in a slightly different setting where the one difference is like all the women wear dresses as opposed to pants or something, you're going to not have met the reader expectations for that genre. It's the most important first question to ask yourself. Next up, let's talk cover and blurb. All right. Cover is where the eyes go first on the sales page. So I'm going to talk about cover first. I think it's a very good argument can be made that the blurb is just as important, but let's talk about cover because that is what gives readers the quickest visual cue of this book right for them. The best way to see if your cover fits is to go to the Amazon top 100 in your genre. You can even just Google it, right? So Amazon top 100 in 
uh, historical romance or whatever your genre is. And just take a really quick look at all the covers. And the question you want to ask yourself is, would my cover fit in here without sticking out? Does your cover look like at least 80% of the other covers on that page? That's the best way to tell at a quick glance, is your cover hitting the right market trends? The other few things that you want to really pay attention to with your cover is, does it look good in thumbnail? Because if you're doing anything with Amazon ads, or even if you aren't doing Amazon ads, the also bots, those appear really, really small, especially if someone's looking on a phone or a Kindle. So you want it to look great in thumbnail and you want it to even look good in grayscale because some people are reading on Kindles that don't have color. So you could have written the most literally masterful book that's been written this decade. You could write the most exciting book that's been written this year, but if your cover looks really unprofessional or if your cover conveys a different tone than your book, then that is a very good reason for why you might not be seeing the sales that you hoped for. Next up, let's talk blurbs. That is the description of your book. We talk about blurbs a decent amount on the Successful Writer podcast. We have an interview with Brian Meeks about blurb mistakes. We have some solo episodes about like what to look for in a great blurb, what to not include in your blurb. So real quick recap of some of those. You want it to be easily skimmable. You don't want it to be confusing at all. You want to end with a call to action. You want to include some genre trigger words. So what you do there is you think about how your ideal reader would describe your book to try to convince someone else to read it. And you would include that there. You don't want to just do a plot synopsis. You don't want to do an info dump. You want to give a hook and a teaser to get people to really want to click that buy now button, which is another reason why we end with real strong call to action. So that's kind of the super quick things to look for in your blurb. But like I said, we have a lot of resources on the show for diving deeper if you need some deeper help. And there's also a course on writing killer blurbs and just improving your sales page overall. This goes into things like formatting your blurbs so that you can have like bold and headings and all the components of a great blurb. It's a short mini course, not super expensive. That's at courses.alanaterry.com slash blurbs. If you're interested in taking a real deep dive, it also has a lot of real life examples from a lot of different genres there. So we covered covers, we covered blurbs. Reviews are important, but they're not going to totally make or break unless you're an anomaly and have like just as many bad reviews as good reviews or more um, more bad reviews and good reviews. If your review average is like three stars or lower, okay, then the reviews are going to hurt you. Um, sometimes even like it would be better to have 10 reviews and two of them be three and four star than to have 10 reviews and all of them be five stars because then it, it feels like all you've done is given your book to like your grandma and your aunts and your uncles and your cousins and ask them all to leave you great reviews. So don't feel bad about like okay reviews in the threes and fours. There's not a magic number of average. Like if your average is 4.0 or higher, you really don't have a ton to worry about. What you can do is look through the negative reviews or if you don't like looking at it yourself, what I do, if I notice that my review average seems to have gone down, I will ask my assistant or my husband or my best friend, I'll say, hey, can you take a look at my reviews and see 
of all the bad reviews, if there are any recurring comments that keep coming up, that's one way that you can improve. But reviews are not, like I said, in most cases going to make or break whether someone buys your book. The times that reviews could be really hurtful is if a bunch of them are saying like this book didn't end, it was a total cliffhanger, or this book has terrible editing. And if your review is getting into like the three stars or so, those are some things to, to kind of consider. But you know, let's say you've got a good cover, a good blurb, and you've got 12 reviews with a 4.1 average, it's probably not the reviews that are keeping you from making the sales you want. There are probably other things. So. Some people put a ton of stock into reviews and they'll like, they won't run ads until they have a certain number of reviews or things like that. I don't think that's necessary. Reviews can come from sales and it's harder to get reviews if you haven't sold any copies of your book. So I would not in most cases recommend holding off on marketing until you get a certain number of reviews, but there are some certain instances where the wrong kind of review and a lot of them, yes, that might be the reason why your books aren't selling. But in general, unless it's one of those cases where there are major story complaints by a lot of people, like this book didn't end, or if there are lots of complaints about typos and things, if those aren't happening, then probably you don't need to worry too much about the reviews themselves being the primary reason you aren't selling. Next up, we wanna look at your editing. Like I said, if you've got a lot of reviews that are complaining about typos, that is a big problem. And basically the best you can do is pay somebody to edit your work, give it another proofread, upload the new file. And then sadly, the reviews complaining about your typos, they're gonna stay there, but hopefully you can just get enough good reviews to kind of cover those up. Some people what they will do, is I'll put in the description somewhere, hopefully in a way that isn't like flashing neon lights, but just a way that's kind of subtle. You know, this is the second edition and has been fully edited. You can do that for sure. In my opinion, I would prefer to just kind of not draw attention to the fact that some people have complained about the edits, but that's more of a personal preference, right? So you wanna make sure, yes, you, you want some good editing, um, and there will be some cases, like I said, if a lot of reviewers are complaining, that could be a reason why you're not selling copies. Again, another thing to look for, you don't want any typos or mistakes in your blurb itself. That's a pretty big no-no. And so it's often wise to just ask a friend or two to like take a look either like as you're publishing it or as soon as it goes live and just like, Hey, do you see anything here? Because often our brains just don't see the typos. That's why we've got editors. All right, next up in order of importance is just the storyline. This does go back to the genre and reader expectations like we talked about. But in addition to that, you just, you want a compelling story. You want there to be enough, if it's a novel, you want enough turmoil that the reader feels invested. They want to be connected to your characters. We don't want to write characters that are super annoying or our readers are really going to just fall out of interest in our books. Those are things to think about. Now, probably if you've already written a book like that, it's probably too late to change that one book, but going forward, you can keep those things in mind for your next book. So that's the last kind of thing to keep in mind. Now, most of what's going to sell the book is what's right there on the sales page, the cover, the blurb, the categories that it's in, the reviews, right? But 
If all of those, if you've got those in place and then you go through and you get some honest critique of your book and what comes out is kind of, yeah, it's an okay book. It just, it, it didn't really do much for me. I didn't love it or hate it. Then you're not going to end up getting kind of that word of mouth momentum. You're not going to have people saying, oh, you've got to read this book and that kind of thing. So those are kind of the, the order of what to look at when you're not selling well. And then if you've got all of those things in place, the last thing you need to ask yourself is just, what are you doing to get visibility, right? So if you've got a good cover, a good blurb, some good reviews, and your story is strong with strong editing that meets reader expectations and fits the genre, then you might not be getting sales just because people aren't getting to your sales page. There's no magic button that you push that makes people find your sales page. And so this would be the time where after you've done the assessment of your sales page, your story, your review, all of these things, if nothing jumps out that drastically needs to be changed, or maybe you do even change a couple things, but it doesn't make a difference. Like you update your cover and you still aren't seeing sales. The next question to ask yourself is what are you doing to get visibility? Cause it might not be any of those things that we just mentioned. It might just be that people are never getting to your sales page in the first place. And that's where things like running some Amazon ads or Facebook ads, or growing your newsletter list. That's where all of the marketing things that we talk about a lot come in. I've got a lot of marketing courses. If you're interested at courses.alanaterry.com, if you need a place to start, I tend to recommend in most cases that if you're very, very brand new to ads and don't know where to start, I recommend Amazon ads. They're it's a less intimidating platform than Facebook ads. And the other nice thing about Amazon ads is it's all right there on Amazon. So with Facebook ads, for example, or BookBub ads, what happens is a reader clicks on the ad somewhere else and then gets taken to Amazon. But if you're doing Amazon ads, the people are already looking for books on Amazon. So that would be a decent place to start if you have no idea where to go from there. But before you start with ads, I do recommend you take your book through those triage questions that we talked about, maybe even get some honest assessment from other authors with maybe a little more experience or things like that. They might be able to point out things that you have missed doing that triage for your book. So I hope that this leaves you with a really good next action step for you. Maybe that means updating your cover. Maybe it means checking out your blurb. Maybe it means checking out some of the courses or, or material that are out there that will help you learn how to do some ads or marketing, whatever your next step is. I hope that it goes really well for you and takes your book sales to that next level of success.